Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. You convinced him to let you take two, two things out of the wagon. One, uh, Strix grabbed immediately, was a rolled up rug. <laughs> and uh, remind me, did we actually decide or pick on the second thing? We hadn't yet, no. Okay, but I know that Strix did not wait to unfurl the rug. No, of course not. <laughs> She's a grabber. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, now, uh, and I believe, if I'm not misremembering, Paulton, you noticed at some point while the treasure hoarding was going on that Van Richten had kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. And I think you went looking for him. Is that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ring a bell. So you are not with the others as the rug is being unrolled. Oh, split the party. Arabelle, Arabelle, you were last in the tent, um, uh, basically getting the word out about Van Richten um, to your Vistani uh, family members, your Vistani Vistani kin. Just out of curiosity, um, are you hanging around the treasure wagon at all at this point, or have you basically gone elsewhere? Uh, I'd like to, can I, I'd like to kind of sneak out of, of the wagon, because mm-hmm. I know what's in there, and can I kind of do any kind of a, can I do any kind of a seeing to maybe, uh, any kind of a locate pin, anything with my seer skills or my cards? Uh, in order to uh, get a sense of where the 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 pin the uh, hag pin is, yes, yeah. If you, want, if you want to, if you want to, you can crawl under one of the wagons uh, where it's fairly dry. Uh, pull out your cards and do a little reading. Yes, I would like right. to do that. Please stay by the wagons. Explode okay. with us. In that <laughs> case, I would like you to make a wisdom insight check. And because you have cards, you have advantage. So roll twice to take the higher result. That was a six. You're still not very good at this. <laughs> uh, uh, no modifier. So that's nope. a Okay. Um, the only thing the cards tell you is that the pin is close. That's it. Okay. The rug unfurls. Oh, God. What's in the rug? (laughs) So you notice two things right away uh, as you crane over the unfurled rug. 
One is that uh, proudly emblazoned on the rug is a giant symbol of a white unicorn. <gasps> it's quite lovely. I love it. It's quite lovely, uh, Evelyn. You find it quite nauseating, Strix. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, <gasps> like little sparkles, ding, 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 ding. This is like the last thing you'd put in your hovel, Strix. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the thing that's rolled up inside of it looks like that. It is oh. it is a little man. Oh, made okay. of wood and metal. He looks creepy. Great. And you can see he's just lying there, um, lifeless, hands by his side, a little uh, club in one hand. And then uh, his little boots sort of sticking up in the air and his little hat sort of lying flat. And uh, his eyes are closed. And one of the things you notice that he's got these sort of soot marks around his uh, closed eyes that look like black triangles. And more soot marks across uh, his metal mouth, uh, giving the impression of almost like a jack-o'-lantern-like uh, jawline. Um, and uh, his eyes open. Great. Good so, job, Strix. I need to, I'm going to grab his club. He's not, he, no, get that club away from him. Okay, so Strix, you reach down and try to grab the club. Make like, uh-uh, a, no, bad. Make a strength check. Great. I'll go over well. The spoops. <laughs> Spooped. I got a 12. Okay. Uh, you grab it and you pull on it, and he sort of got his, his tiny hand clamped around it. Uh, but you are able to, after a couple jerks, <coughs> oops, after a couple jerks, you uh, manage to rip it out of its grasp. So you have this little, <laughs> this candy cane striped club. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. I was going to hold it and be like, well, what are you, Dad? Right. And then he just sort of like sits up uh, on the rug and kind of looks around. Can, is, can I do an arcana check to see if this may be like a dolum or a... Sure. Like if he's something, something that's not, that I might know what it is. Okay. You said this was smaller in size, like no Halfling sized. Halfling oh. sized. Okay. About three feet tall. Okay. Do I sense any evil from it? Uh, good question. Um, yes. What do you have to roll? Just yeah. Well, yeah. because I, I have that sense because of my little thing. Yeah. I feel like you would just feel it all the time. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, Evelyn, as you're sort of studying this thing to get a read on it, its head just turns completely Gross. around. Oh, so, no. exorcist oh, no. style, nope. and just nope. kind of looks up at you balefully. Oh, I say, no. you get off my unicorn rug, you evil little man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with his head still turned completely around, he stands up on the rug and walks no. off. I got 16 on my arcana check. If okay, it's... yes, you believe that this is some sort of golem. Great, cool. Okay, do I know how to stop it or get him to obey me? <laughs> I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. He, he, walked, he just walked off. Walk he walked off. It's okay. not a problem anymore. It's not a problem He's anymore. Good. We just let something loose. <laughs> I yeah. love What's he, he gonna just, do? He just, he just walks away from Evelyn, uh, across, you know, and just uh, little just, evil man, you stop right there. <laughs> I say, let him go. Did he stop? Uh, yeah, he when he's there? about by this time, he's about maybe fifteen feet away from the wagon, and uh, yeah, he does stop, and he, he turns his body around, but his head remains oh, fixed on you. All right, now evil little man, since you seem to be good at taking 
constructive criticism. <laughs> uh, I command you to no longer be evil. Uh, yeah, that'll work, Evelyn. It might. You never know. Is it actually evil or is it just made by evil forces? I don't know. Dark magic. But it can't hurt. Could be. It not be evil. Okay. Uh, at this point, Arabelle, you can see the little man is standing about five feet away from you, hasn't acknowledged you in any way. You're under the wagon that he happens to be next to. Uh, and you see his little jingly boots and you hear his little jingly hat. Uh, but he just stands, as soon as Evelyn uh, uh, starts uh, calling him out, he's just sort of standing there in silence. Uh, I think he's kind of cute. Uh, are we friends? Do I know he's been wrapped up in there? Mm-hmm. Nope. Strix, do you, don't you like him? He looks like the creepy kind of thing you would normally like. You want me to command him to give you a hug? Please, I don't want anyone to hug me. Not even that. I have no. some standards. It's a, it, this thing is obviously a golem. It's not. It's not even listening to us. I mean, whoever made it did have good taste, though. Can I? Can I give it a investigation check or a, or an insight check? What are you trying to ascertain? Um, if he's evil, or if I, or if, or if I can make friends with him. Sure, <laughs> you can make an insight check. Because he's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're not able to ascertain that. Uh, you sort of creep forward, kind of crawling under the wagon to get a better look at him, to see him in full view. At around that time is when he sort of turns his head down and looks down at you, uh, but doesn't do anything menacing other than give you this kind of lifeless stare. Uh, and when you kind of look in his eyes, uh, you do kind of sense a possible kinship, like maybe he could be your friend. You know, he's been wrapped up in that rug probably for a long time and probably hasn't had a friend ever or in, or in a long while. That's so maybe sad. That's, maybe that's why he looks so unhappy. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you, you think that you could be good friends with him if you just got to know him a little better. Do you do you like looking for things like a game? <laughs> He goes. <gasps> oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. There is a pin made by hags. Very bad. A pin. I want you to find the pin for me. He holds out a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I tap his hand. Uh, you're you're about as maybe a little bit taller than him. You're probably as tall as him, counting his his big jingly hat. And uh, 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 you see, he he wants to take you by the hand. Oh. Do it. No. Uh, the last time somebody took me by the hand. It, it was not a fun game. Uh, okay, but maybe only to the edge of the camp. 
Okay, the rest of you, except for Paulton at this point in time, can just see that these two small people are kind of uh, standing next to each other, and Arabelle tentatively allows this creature to take her by the hand. Oh, come on, no. Oh, isn't that sweet? See, he's making friends already. He's, he's making friends. Evil anymore. No, no, no. I'm going to throw the club at him. <laughs> All right. Uh, with oh, the intention, or, uh, is your intention to actually hit him? Or... Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm great. Boy, <laughs> where are you going? Uh, just make a, this is not a, this is an improvised weapon for you. So just make an attack roll with disadvantage. It's a ranged attack. So you add, or sorry, it's an attack roll. Just add your dexterity. Okay bonus but not your proficiency bonus okay it's not like the dead rat i threw at the thing last yeah you're good at those yeah right yeah i got a six okay so you hurl the club and it just sort of plops in the mud about three feet away from him he sees the club fall and at the very least arabelle uh he sort of pulls you over to the club so he can pick it up with his other hand He's armed. Hey. <laughs> He's armed. Take him out. He's armed. Telling him about just telling him about the pin, and it's important. And it's a really fun game, and and uh, and I'll point him in sort of the direction. I think it might be somewhere over there, and you can do it. They start to wander over in a, the direction that Arabelle points, barring some inter- further intervention from the party. You said that he was made of, like, wood and metal, right? Yeah, he's sort of a composite creature. He's got uh, wood, metal, and leather components, plus the cloth clothing that he wears. Does he sound, like, steampunky when he walks? Like uh, When he walks, he sounds like uh, wooden clattering gears. Hmm. So, while this is going on, I'll turn to the Vistani and just be like, what's up with that? <laughs> Pointing to the little robot. He says, what, the evil toy? (laughs) He's not evil anymore. I told him not to be. He's yours now. Enjoy. (laughs) Great. What's he do? Does the rug at least fly? (laughs) No, it's a unicorn rug. No, I love the unicorn rug. Says, if you don't like, I'll take back. No, no. You'll take it, of course. I like it. (laughs) Put it up in the house we don't have. We can put it in that tower we're going to get that doesn't have an elevator. (laughs) What can you tell us ever? What can you tell us about this evil doll? What do we need? What is there an owner's manual or do you own any tips? He says, is built by long dead toy maker, Von Wirk. Okay. Did he kill the toy maker? (laughs) Question. He says, I don't know. So it's no Blinsky then. No, there's no Blinsky. No. Those ones don't attack us. All right, so then how Lavash, how did you get this? You see the the little puppet man and Arabelle kind of disappear behind a wagon. Oh god, it's gonna kill her. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I just say let it roam free. It has- <laughs> he hasn't done anything wrong, just let him chill. I think he's been very helpful. I've asked him to do things, and he did them right away. Are you guys blind? (laughs) (laughs) Just turn his head around. Well, at the very least, yeah, because it's a robot. Like, you know, next time we're in battle, like, hey, could you go hit that for us? Or like, you know, like, like, could you go find something for us? But probably not that pin, because who really needs that? You know, I'm gonna ask Paulton for a drink. 
I'm glad you mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned Paulton because uh, Paulton, as you skulk around uh, behind the tent uh, uh, and through the horses that are sort of tethered back there, uh, make a perception check to see if you can see Van Richten. Are we going to turn this robot into a real boy? <laughs> Starting the day with a nat one. Oh! <laughs> Welcome to the Waffle Crew. <laughs> I'm not here. (laughs) Um, The horses actually create this kind of weird (laughs) maze that you have to sort of (laughs) go through. All these horses. (laughs) Yeah, and and some of them do kind of back up into you and bump And oddly, you find yourself sort of weirdly, weirdly disoriented. Um, uh, and it sort of distracts you from uh, the fact that you're, you're kind of looking for a Van Richten. And you kind of stumble around a horse, and you blunder into a Vistani man uh, that you saw in the tent earlier, but is now outside. And uh, you can see he's got a, he's been smoking a pipe, and he's still got the pipe in his hand, and you can smell the smoke around him. It is Arabelle's uncle, Aragal. Uh, he is uh, tall, or not terribly tall. He's, he's uh, probably about your height, actually, and thin, uh, uh, kind of whip-thin with a dark mustache and goatee and uh, long black hair. Uh, you can see that he's wearing a hat with a brim on it, and the light rain seems to just sort of fall off the brim and keep uh, him mostly dry. And he says... Are you lost, my friend? As I stumble out of a pile of horses? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just like, I have all these horses. <laughs> he says, they pull our wagons. Yeah. How many yeah. wagons do you have? Jeez. We have 12, or maybe 13. 12 or 13 wagons. All right, cool. Um, just, uh, just, just browsing, you know. I'm still a little disoriented from all the horses. That's seriously a lot of horses. Like, holy crap. He says, you're looking for your friend, the vampire hunter? Yeah, let's go with friend. Yeah. He's over there. Oh. (laughs) When you uh, look in the direction that he points, you can see... Uh, that Van Richten is leaning up against one of the uh, Vistani wagons that has no uh, lantern lights on it. So he's kind of in shadow and hard to see. And uh, you can see that he's kind of rubbing his eyes above the bridge of his nose and uh, make an insight check. I feel that, Van Richten. I feel that. Just a lot of this. Nineteen. <laughs> uh, from here, as you watch him, you can see that uh, Van Richten is quite distraught. You think he might actually be crying. How far is he from me? About 20 feet. Oh. I'm going to walk over to him. Are you going to make fun of him? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to him. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 10. Okay. And uh, what do you do next? Uh, when you are you attempting to approach him without drawing attention to yourself, or do you want him to see you coming? I don't really have a preference. I'm just casually okay. walking to him. In that case, as you approach, uh, he seems to straighten up, uh, put his glasses back on after quickly wiping away uh, a tear on the side of his face. 
I walk up, I put a hand on his shoulder, just like, I saw you crying. <laughs> that he was says. hilarious. <laughs> says it was the rain. Like, yeah, sure. Let's let's go with that. The rain. He says, this place is bringing back unpleasant memories. Oh, oh, you want to talk about unpleasant memories? I can go. <laughs> Like speaking of which, don't don't wander off again, because uh, we got a deal. He says I haven't forgotten. Great. He says so. What's the plan? Um, we stay well, we stay here until the Vistani dispose of us. If by dispose of us, you mean wish us on our merry way, then uh, sure, we do that. He says, I have seen the look in the eyes of the monster before. Luvash is not to be trusted. Neither is his brother. And neither is that little girl that you let go. I mean, she's still around somewhere, you know? Again, remember we, you know, we that 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 idea is still up there, you know the 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 one with the you know the the killing that one. He says, "I haven't forgotten." Um, we should get back to your friends. Cool. Let's go and try not leaving this time. All right. Uh, so uh, the two of you make your way back. Uh, in the meantime, Arabelle, uh, you can see that uh, this little man uh, is uh, now outside the ring of the Vistani wagons and kind of just kind of looking around, not quite sure what he's looking for. Is this secret murder bot? Yes. <laughs> you just let it go. Where I'm at, can I also see Van Richten? Uh, you might be able to catch a, just a glimpse of him as they, as he and Colton move between wagons. Uh, you just sort of see they're heading back toward the others. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that they don't. No, they don't notice me, right? They don't see. He doesn't see. They they seem totally oblivious to the two of you. Um, I'm going to try again to see now that I'm outside the Vistani wagons to see if I can sense that pin. <coughs> uh, can I? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, you can essentially sit down and uh, and try to do what you did before. It requires another insight check with advantage. While you do that, this uh, little guy just kind of stares at you and watches you impassively. I like him. He's awesome. Nine. A nine and an eight. You're not able to get anything this time from the reading. The cards are not cooperating. So during all of this nonsense, yes. uh, I'll turn to Lubash and say, uh, I would gladly forego a second gift or treasure. All I desire is a single chicken egg. 
I could have both. That'd be awesome. No, I, we already, they, they said they give us chicken eggs. It's okay. We, we can have a, a treasury and a chicken egg, right? Fran? Luvash says, yes, you brought my daughter back to me. I'll give you all the chicken eggs that you want. Oh, Yay. great. But you right. still have one more piece of treasure to claim as your own. Okay. Then I will claim. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't Strix go in cloud form and like yeah. tell us what was in all the stuff? Well, yes, she did. Yeah, potion, and one is a bunch of gourds, which would be definitely probably some kind of evil potion thing, and the rest was money. I was gonna take the potion one. Yeah, the little potion one looked important. Yes, there was a small wooden box uh, that uh, Strix. That's the one with the pretty jewelry box. Yes. Uh, no, it, there's the pretty jewelry box. There's the onyx jewelry box with the jewelry and a potion inside of it, and then there's a small wooden box that contains twelve potions in stoppered gourds. Oh. Well, all right. I mean, if that's what the party wants. Oh, the one with the the one with the the fancy small potion also had something else in it, right? Uh, it had the potion and uh, some jewelry, and the box itself was very handsome. Yeah, there's jewelry in that one too. You can Maybe have that. Maybe it's magic jewelry. Whatever. I'll I just I'll I'll uh, take the one with the singular potion and jewelry inside. <gasps> Yay! Okay. That is, that is the onyx jewel box that Evelyn was coveting earlier. Um, yes. I mean, I right. didn't have to have it, but since you you decided on it. No, it's all right, Evelyn. If you want to, Lorraine will get you some jewelry. No, she yeah. always gets what she wants, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, when you crack open the box, yes, you see that it contains six pieces of jewelry, um, which you ascertain to be not great pieces of jewelry, but they're probably worth about 50 gold pieces each, so that's still a pretty substantial sum. And the potion is contained in an unlabeled crystal vial. Alright, I'll hand the potion over to Strix and say, Strix, anything you tell us about that? Alright. And then that's I cool. hand the box with the rest of the jewelry in it over to Evelyn and just say, "Take it's all yours. <gasps> I also pretty. shove that in Strix's face and say, is it magic? <laughs> <laughs> I will see what it is and if it's magic. Okay. But first I'll say no, it's just ugly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so yeah, you, you can give the, the jewelry a once over, make an arcana check, or if you don't, if you, unless you have an identify spell you want to use. No, I don't. Uh, okay. 18 for arcana check. You don't get a sense that the jewelry is in any way, shape, or form magical. All right. It's not magical. It's just ugly. It's yours. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I thought it was magical. It's worth money. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, Maybe we can buy magical jewelry work. with the money. That, sure. Yes, Evelyn, that's right. That's what we'll do. Right. <laughs> uh, when you study the potion, uh, make another check. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. Um, I can check it again later. Yeah. The only thing, the only information you get is what you can see, that it's a, it's a dense purple liquid uh, that has sort of a ovoid cloud of pink floating in the middle of it. It's right. clearly a magic potion, though. All right. I will tuck that away and be like, I don't know what it is right now. I'll figure that out later. <laughs> Lavash, would you be able to tell us what it is? Uh, he will um, take a look at it and he says, I looked at it in a long time. Uh, this belonged to my wife. Uh, but uh, he says, 
this, uh, and he sort of rattles the potion next to his ear and then pulls up the cork and sniffs it. He says, this is a potion of mind reading. Ooh. Oh, okay. Sounds fake. I like that. Well, if it's fake, I'll check it later. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Oh. Okay. Thank you, Lubash. I feel like that's pretty useful, right? Mm-hmm. It certainly can be, especially in our particular situation. Mm. Paulton and Van Richten come back to the group at this point. Uh, and Lubash says, as he slams the doors to the wagon closed and locks them up again. We should get inside and have eggs and waffles. Yes. Yes. And what? One singular uncooked egg. Sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) I'll also have two uncooked eggs and then some cooked ones too, please. All right. I'm afraid if I go in the tent that they're going to kill all of us. So can I just stay outside and watch? (laughs) <laughs> like outside the, the open tent entrance, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah, you can just stand out there uh, as the rest of the party uh, gathers around the fires. And, uh, I give her the unicorn rug to keep her dry. I'm like, get away, get that away from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, they have these sort of cast iron traps that they use to make the waffles in over the fires. We're and actually getting waffles? Is this actually happening? This is actually happening. You are poisonous. Waffles. Yeah. Poisonous. Evelyn, Evelyn, no. Evelyn, no. No what? Calm yourself. I want the waffles so bad. I, I know you do. And that's why we need to be careful. So, <laughs> um, as, as the waffles are being made, there are some Vistani children who have been invited into the camp. And you can see that they're they're eating some of the batter and they're they're getting their hands in some of the flour and all the kind of thing. And the eggs are... Uh, being tossed around. You see that uh, they make sort of a game of tossing these eggs around without breaking them. It's a very jovial affair. Uh, you can see Luvash park himself next to the fire and once he's sort of down, he has ale brought forth and milk brought forth and other things and just laid out on small tables around everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it becomes quite a festive thing. And then a, yeah. a couple of Bustani begin to play musical instruments. Uh, and uh, some of them have castanets that look just like Paltons. And yeah, all right. They begin to... Uh, waiting on those eggs. Yep. Uh, Paulton, you feel almost inspired to join in, but I don't know if you want to or not. I absolutely do. Okay. Yay! <laughs> okay, so just make a performance check. We'll do that. Strix is still outside, by the way, just looking yes. like... Ethan has like hard eyes, like, yay, Paulton's going to play. Strix sounds like, oh, 16, excellent. You sound perfectly in tune with your playmates. Uh, And you start to kind of lead the songs with uh, songs that uh, these Vistani have never heard before, and they become very intrigued. Uh, Strix, make a perception check. Oh. You can see any any shenanigans happening. Uh, Great, I got 11. Okay. Uh, there's so much activity in the tent, it's kind of overwhelming to keep track of it all. Uh, your general sense is that the Vistani have just sort of thrown themselves into entertaining uh, their guests and are really preoccupied with nothing but making good eggs and good waffles. Uh, Diaz, at one point, a Vistani comes to you and just hands you a perfectly formed egg. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. And I'll take that and really like safely put it in one of my smaller pouches within my pouches. Okay. Well, a well-cushioned egg. Yes, well-cushioned egg. 
I seriously um, feel like these people are trying to distract us from something. I totally feel like the most important thing in the world right now is to preserve the beauty and light that is being created by this music. <laughs> I just dance. That's it. <laughs> All right. No, no. Yeah, I'm totally okay. with reckless abandon dancing. Okay, as Evelyn is recklessly dancing, a few Vistani children will join her and sort of grab onto her and... Uh, and she'll whisk them around and pick them up and all that kind of thing, uh, twirling and twirling about. Uh, uh, a whimsical time. Strix, based on uh, something you just said about feeling like you were being drawn into this to distract against something else going wrong, you do see outside of the tent, over by the horses, uh, Uncle Aragal um, talking to another Vistani who's climbing on the back of a horse as though ready to leave, but they're trying to be quiet and surreptitious about it. Oh, no. The figure you see climbing up on the horse is the is the young lad who had gotten whipped by Luvash earlier. You can see now he's wearing uh, his scars uh, from the whipping. Uh, are, are, uh, he's sort of, uh, Aragal has thrown a cloak over him uh, to protect him from the coming rain and is uh, very quietly speaking to him. And uh, I can't hear them, it's too, it's too quiet. You would, have to, you would have to creep up on them. Oh, huh. good thing I'm pretty good at that because uh, I'm gonna turn into a cloud and creep okay. up on them. All right, you become one with the mist around the tent. Oh, I hate that, gross. <laughs> the good news is uh, they're not able to discern you in that form and you can basically hover right around their feet. Cool, I'm gonna and, go. Uh, <laughs> uh, what you overhear is Aragal telling this young man, Alexi, uh, to uh, uh, circle around Balaki, ride east along the old Svalik Road, past the windmill, up to the pass, and from there travel east to the gates of Barovia and inform Strahd of the guests staying at the camp. The mist at this feet is just like... <laughs> like, 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 oh, that mist is being weird. It's like, Whoa. okay, um, uh, I'm, I'm, there's nothing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna interfere with this right now because okay. I feel like that might be worse. And uh, so, then, as Alexi prepares to leave, Aragal says one more thing to him and says, uh, "I would go myself, but." Our guests uh, need special attention. He says, uh, and uh, he hands uh, Aragal a, a long sword so the boy can protect himself. And the boy just fastens it to the horse. Uh, and then he says, I shall stay here and keep an eye on that vampire hunter. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a perception check. I would love to. Ah. Oh, it like bounced off of my table onto the keyboard and just slid down the other side past the monitor. So it's gone forever. <laughs> it's gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, natural 20, baby! Oh! All right. You notice, uh, nobody else seems to notice, that 
the, the, the fires in the tent cast all of these shadows. Uh, Evelyn's shadow, your shadow, they behave normally. Uh, Van Richten's shadow does as well. All of the Vistani shadows, including Paltons, are not moving in accordance with their creators. Fuck me! Cool! <laughs> Awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are shocked speechless. Evelyn, Evelyn's dancing like an idiot. Yeah. Yep. Paulton is playing music. Yeah. Entertaining said idiot. Strix is outside. Strix is outside. Van Richten is looking around. Or, He's, he's watching the Vistani, but he's not paying attention to their shadows. Where's Van Richten in relation to everything else? Uh, he's probably sitting in uh, one of the, next to one of the other campfires, uh, probably close to Paulton. Maybe about, maybe about eight feet away from you. His back kind of to you at this point. Great. Um... I would like to get Van Richten's attention, and then... Like, you're just going to, like, throw something at him? <laughs> no, just, like, kind of get within his eyesight, just kind of be able to okay. get his attention, and then kind of motion to go towards the, the, the tent exit where Strix is. Okay. Um, where Strix was. She's not there anymore. Ooh. I get instantly more frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> um... I uh, I'll, I'll, I kind of motion to like kind of meet me over there. Okay. I'll, I'll go up to Evelyn while she's just dancing away. Yeah. Hi, you're having a good time. Holding the children. Uh, it's as as you as you get up with Van Richten, you can see that you have caught Luvash's eye, and while he's kind of laughing and drinking, he seems to be keeping a very close eye on you. All of a sudden, I have a big smile this whole time. I was like, oh, yeah, all right, Evelyn. I can like the fakest smile, like I'm having the best time. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, most of the Richard, go up to Evelyn, and Evelyn, I'll even say dance with her a little bit, and, but I'll, uh, I'll, like, take your hands, Evelyn, and I'll get in close like we're dancing, and <laughs> so I'm whispering into your ear, we are in danger, we need to leave at this point. <laughs> okay, battle dance. <laughs> I start, and like, then, going then, like, your hands, <laughs> one of these, it's the whitest <laughs> thing you've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, like, Marshall dancing now, I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm headed out toward the... I'm so glad I'm not seeing this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Paul, you're delighted to see this. As I'm walking out towards the entrance, I will, like, swing a hand down onto the table and scoop up one of their drinks. It's like, yeah! <laughs> and then I'll get outside and meet with Van Richten and hopefully others. Okay. Do I uh, see Van Richten leaving? Uh, yeah, you're playing, and you can see DF has kind of uh, borne Van Richten away. I'm just like, ah, where's he going? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow suit. I don't, okay. I never like that. I never like when he leaves. Okay. Evelyn so, is very glad because she was like looking over her shoulder, like I don't want to miss a single note of Paulton playing. <laughs> so you haven't had any of the waffles at this point because they're still being made. Correct. Um, as as you head out. Uh, Strix, you can see, uh, or Alexi essentially uh, gets the horse moving. Um, and I, looks like he's going to sprint away. Can I fly faster than a horse as no. a cloud? No. 
Not even close. You're about one, I, one sixth the speed. Can of I truck. grab onto the horse as a cloud? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what um, you want to do? You want to uh, go with? Uh, I, I just had some ideas, okay? okay? But if they're not going to work, then I will just scoot on back over to the door. And are, we all, are we all out there at this point? Uh, it turns out you are, and even Strix in her cloud form uh, is now with you once more. All right, so as soon as I am outside, I take the drink that I grab and just toss it on the ground. Uh, and then like, I'll immediately like, get close to Van Richten like, with sudden urgency and, uh, and ask him, Van Richten, they're shadows. What does it mean? Because I know he knows something. He's been hunting these people all his life and knows everything about them. He knows why their shadows do not uh, function like actual shadows. He says... Are you aware of the Vistani's relationship with the Devil's Strad? Only that they are there only through the pacts they've made with him. Yes, when Strad was a living, breathing man, he was a soldier in his father's army. During a battle, he was grievously wounded and was forced to withdraw. He wouldn't have escaped from the enemies in pursuit if the Vistani had not intervened, smuggled him away, and saved his life. In exchange for this act of generosity. He swore an oath to them that they would be able to come and go from his father's kingdom and his kingdom thereafter for all eternity. And thus the Vistani have this power to this day. When the Vistani come into Strahd's realm, a piece of him is with them and haunts their shadows. Their shadows are possessed by him. They are a part of him. They can't do any harm. So as he's explaining this, I do like a slow head turn to Paulton. <laughs> what? Paulton, what did you do? I'm just having a good time, man. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, did you know that your shadow was part strawed? I even like I'll grab him by like his clothes, like I'll bring him forward. It's like Paul, what did you do? Like, is this the part where we kiss? <laughs> this power that Strahd has over the shadows of Vistani only happens here. Vistani who travel to other worlds do not have these possessed shadows. Constrict's turn into her person now. Next yes. to everyone. So she's gonna turn into her person and just be like. As long as is anyone are they near or did did our friend leave after his other friend left? Uh, you can't see Aragal anymore. He's disappeared behind the horses. Okay, the horse maze. Horse maze. Horse maze. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'll bring everyone in close, including Van Richten, and just gonna be like, hey, they uh, say just sent a rider to go tell uh, tell Strahd that we're here. So I think we need to leave. Why would they do that? I, saw, I don't know. Don't ask Paulton. He doesn't know. He's yeah, the, Paulton he's doesn't know. Come on. <laughs> so even then, like, I'm also like, slightly out of the hole. Paul, I'm like, shaking a little bit. It's like, I think you did know. I think you've been telling a lot more to Straw than we even ever realized. We've all been in danger since Paulton got back. Just like, side note, um, stitching on this collar is like hand done. So like, if you can <laughs> chill with that. Because I get you're upset. I'll, like, push him away a little bit. Like, <laughs> thank you. You're a good friend. All right. So even after that, it's like, 
Bedrickton, I've got the egg. We have everything we need. We need to get out of here. Wait. No, we don't. I mean... Oh, like, yeah, the girl's still alive. I mean... What? Like, usually we'd have to, like, you know, strike down the enemies of, you know, all good and the people who revealed us to strike. Normally we'd strike them down, but since they're Paulin's family, they probably just get, like, a free pass. We probably should uh, get our little murder robot. I think he could come in handy, so we should find Arabelle and, and grab that little guy. Have I seen that thing yet? Uh, <laughs> no, you haven't actually. Okay, I just immediately look on my head. Well, hold on, murder robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You what, just... <laughs> what is this? This sounds awesome. It is. It's it's murder golem, technically. Speaking Still cool. of, speaking of, uh, outside the ring of wagons, Arabelle, what would you like to do? Um, since I can't sense where it is anymore, I, uh. The whipping of Alexei is still really fresh in my mind, and that that moment with Aragal is still is still really present with me. And I just want to—I can't sense it anymore. So, and I hear the music start. Yeah. And I know what that means, and I—I yeah. so I lead. I want to lead my new buddy. But we got to go back. We have to go. We have to. Go. Okay. As you head back, uh, about uh, fifteen feet ahead of you, a big gray horse, grayish brown horse, bolts out between two wagons and runs pell-mell down the hillside. And you can actually see Alexi on its back, riding off into the dark night. He did not see you and does not acknowledge you in any way. And he's, he blows by so fast, um, before you can even open your mouth, he's about 20 feet away from you down the hill and getting farther every second. Okay. And you know what that means. Um, he's he's been sent on an errand to the castle. I do. I do know what that means. So I'm going to. Uh, I want to bring my little buddy back to camp. Okay. Uh, with an eye to avoid Van Richten, but find Aragal or or Evelyn and Strix. Okay. Because they uh, see. In that case, uh, make a. Um, uh, wisdom, or sorry, intelligence investigation check. So no, no modifier. Use that other die anymore. That didn't help. Seven. Okay. You're doing uh, awesome today. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can see the adventurers have gathered out in front of the tent. You don't see Aragal anywhere outside. You do see a couple of the Stani moving around among the wagons, but they're not people who can help you at this point in time. Yeah. And they're just carrying on with their own business. Uh, I'm going to, like, sneak. You can also see a couple of their children run uh, not too far away from you. They sort of, One of them actually sort of, as he's running uh, through the mud, looks at you, and you've known him all of his life. Uh, but when he sees your little friend, he kind of stops. And uh, this kid, who's maybe about seven years old, uh, comes wandering over toward you to get a closer look at your new friend. Murder bot. Do it. <laughs> really cool, yeah? He's really cool. Uh, you can see he kind of looks at this uh, creature that you're next to and just kind of spits on it. <gasps> Kill the kid. <laughs> At that point, uh, your your little friend with the jingly bells 
opens his mouth and a dart shoots out and hits this kid in the throat. And the kid, the kid drops like a lump. I'm going to try to immediately cast curse on my little murder bot. <laughs> Stop him from immobilize him. Why? Is the kid 100% dead and can't wait for him later? <laughs> um, so. Right. Is he cursable? Or is he not? Uh, so, uh, da, 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 da. you have already used your curse once today, so you can't. Oh, you haven't had a rest again. yet. That's correct. Uh, then I am, uh, going to, uh, Cobbs traverse that, meaning run away <laughs> very fast. Okay. Uh, now, and try to run, uh, run to the tent to find, uh, okay. to find my, I need to find them anyway. But, okay. uh, that's, that. That is, that is not a good game. I, 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 I uh, choose poorly playmates. I don't. <laughs> Check the kid for loot. This is great. Okay, so. Is this like the um, darkest timeline? What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you see Arabelle come peeling around the tent. Uh, she practically collides into you, uh, Evelyn. I give her a hug. Oh, that's so nice. Hi, I missed you too. <laughs> Oh, notice really, who's not with her. A really big hug. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Murderbot, did you lose Murderbot? Uh, he, he's not so nice to me. What like, is this Murderbot everyone talks about? He <laughs> <laughs> wants to see Murderbot. Will you just take us to wherever you last saw him? We can maybe. I want to go to there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, so I'll like, I'll like. Kind of like, kind of climb in her clothes, like ah, and then from behind her, like like lead just a little ways and point to where he is. And you see, as you as you make your way around the tent uh, to one side, you see in the the mud a figure that looks like a child, Uh, just a heap, really, with a little bit of mist kind of over top of it now. Um, and nothing else around. Murderbot's not there. You no sign of Murderbot, and you don't. You, all any noise that you might hear out here is drowned out by the laughter and the singing in the tent next to you. Murderbot's you, on the loose. You can also see. Yeah, this is this is as unnerving to you as anybody. But the tent is thin. It's made of a thin material, and you can see these weird shadows all over its surface from the beings inside. And the shadows take on monstrous forms. Father, uh, we just have to leave. Let's just leave. Yeah, I think I'm not I leaving you. this child. I run over to the child and I try to lay on hands on him. All right. I am not leaving until I meet Murderbot. Uh. <laughs> as soon as you turn the child over, you see him staring wide-eyed up at the night. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Did laying on hands. Well, check to see if he's dead or injured first. He is so dead. And actually, you can see a dart sticking out of his throat. Uh, It's a good-sized one, too. It's several inches long. And uh, uh, you can see all of his veins around the wound have turned discolored, like he was injected with a lethal poison. Nope. 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 Arabelle, you're nearby us. We'll keep you safe. I'm going to cast C and myself. What about this child? Do we not care about bringing this child back to life? Your child's dead! Yeah, right? He had a good life. Arabelle, um, 
you you have no idea what your father will do if he finds out that this child uh, whose name is Joseph, uh, ha- what he'll do is finds out Joseph is dead. Diaz, I know you have the power to bring someone back from the dead. Do you not care about this child? Look, it's a very limited. Van Richten says, I can bring him back from the dead. Then do it quick. I will, but only if we get her blood. Oh my gosh. We've been to, over I'm going to try to run, run to uh, dad. Run All to right. Josh. Arabelle bolts away from the rest of you. Oh, I cast sleep on her. Oh. <laughs> Let's roll initiative. Oh, oh God. Who are we fighting? Oh. Arabelle, apparently. <laughs> I would just for the record like to say that I wanted to run away. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's start with Arabelle. What was your initiative? Five. Okay. Paulton. 18. Evelyn. No, 12. Diaf. 19. And Strix. That's three. Nice. And Dr. Rudolph Van And as she's running, I'm just trying to yell after her, like, I'm not going to let them kill you. I'm like just trying to keep her there and reach her. All right. Rabbiting. Okay, so the first, as as uh, Arabelle bolts away, DF, what do you do? You're the fastest to react. This is in this moment. What's happened is uh, Arabelle has just uh, taken off uh, toward the front of the tent. Uh huh. <laughs> and Paulton is just starting to encant a spell. Am I faster than her? She's a small child. Yeah. Uh, she's, she moves, but, uh, you could try to catch up with her. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to, I'll try to run to catch up to her and see if I can't like grab and tackle her to the ground. <laughs> okay. My speed is 30 feet. Yeah, no worries. Uh, because he gets to go first, he's going to catch up with you in this round. Yep. I'll use my uh, uncanny or my cunning action to dash to make sure I can reach. Right. Um, Okay. So uh, what I need you to do is to make a strength athletics check. And Arabelle, you can either make a strength athletics check or a dexterity acrobatics check to avoid being grappled. Since my strength is a negative three modifier, maybe it'll be a dexterity check. Yeah, that sounds good. That's probably the way to go. Yeah, and my strength is like, one modifier. So dexterity too. No, you can't. You have to use. Yeah, right. Dexterity. Here we go. Nope. <laughs> strength. <laughs> and I'm like jumping right as he swings for me. I'm jumping over like a wine barrel. So it gets yes. me, they're like, he's either gonna get me. I'm 16. All right, 16 versus three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Diaz, you, you sort of pile drive yourself into a barrel, um, trying to grab hold of her uh, as she as she nimbly hops over top of it. Good. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, Paulton, your yep. spell goes off. Mm-hmm. So roll your dice. All right. That is five d eight. That's correct. Three. Sixteen. All right, uh, Arabelle. Uh, you think uh, you've made? You think you've made it? Uh, a getaway. Um, you escaped uh, from Diath, only to find 
uh, a spell wash over you, and the last thing you remember is sort of plunging uh, into the the mud. <laughs> I just hold an arm out. I'm like, job's done. <laughs> yeah. So the the little girl goes sort of skidding on her face across the mud, uh, and just sort of lies there face down. <laughs> Dieth, when you pick yourself up, you can see her. She's only about five feet away from you now, lying face down in the dirt. I'm sure he didn't mean it. Um, uh, and uh, Paulton, that was only an action for you, so you could take a move if you wanted. I'm going to start walking over to her. Okay. Uh, that you can do. Evelyn, what would you like to do? I grab von, von Richten by the collar. Yes. And my eyes are burning with holy rage. And in like this deep, growly voice that he's never heard, I say like, you heal this young child, you dirty selfish cockroach and i roll an intimidation <laughs> check wow uh i get 13 intimidation okay just for a modifier on that yeah i have a plus four to intimidation actually one just doesn't like to intimidate people but for a dead child she will mm-hmm. yep okay um he says I will. The ritual will take one hour. Start now. And I throw him down toward the child. Okay. You toss the old man down to the child. You're talking about the dead kid that got murdered by it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Airball's still alive, at least. So I'm focused on the dead one first. Yes. Um, Would you like to do anything else? You have a move, if you want. Um, You can, obviously, if you move, you're not going to be near Van Richten anymore. You're going to be wherever else you want to be. No, I'm still supervising him, but I'm keeping okay. an eye on them with Arabelle because I'm not going to let them kill her. All right. On his turn, Van Richten will pull the dart out of the little boy's neck and pick, pick him up in his arms, uh, obviously to carry him somewhere where he can perform the ritual. Uh, and that's about all he can do. Uh, you can see him looking around uh, to see if there's a place to go. Uh, he says, if we lock ourselves in one of the wagons, I can perform the ritual there. I don't think we're safe here. I don't think being anywhere inside of here is a good idea. Okay. I think we should go somewhere yeah. else. All right. Strix, are you doing anything? Uh, it's not quite her turn yet. Let me just uh, take a look oh, at the sleep spell for a second. Right. All right. She looks frustrated. <laughs> All right. You fall unconscious until the spell ends, which is a minute until you take damage or until somebody slaps you awake. So, Arabelle, uh, you are still unconscious on your turn, and it is Strix's turn. All right. The murder bot is still around here somewhere, and now there's a guy on horseback going to tell Strahd that we're here so that he can come and kill us. Yeah, how could things get worse? <laughs> oh, uh, oh <laughs> he says gleefully. Dude, I'm ready for them to get worse right now. Uh, I before we started, I think I cast the invisibility. You did. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm looking around to see if I can see anything coming towards us. Um, make us make a perception check. All right. Oh, I got a twenty. Yes. Ah. Excellent. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. 
you don't see anybody invisible, but your role is high enough to see uh, in the shadows behind Evelyn and Van Richten oh. uh, is a is a dark figure. Um, a, a menacing sized or so. Yeah, how big is this? Uh, it is adult man sized. Oh. oh, I thought it was murder bot just like lurking in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, that's <what> I <laughs> not that's as fun. I'm done. I'm done with these people. So uh, I am going to, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do a, a large reduce on this person. I'm gonna make them tiny. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. Okay. Uh, spell. All right. Uh, he is within range, and he has to make a constitution saving throw. Yay. Oh, is that versus my... Oh. Versus your spell save okay, DC, okay. Uh, which is what? It is... Uh, uh, 14. Okay. Uh... He seems to resist the spell. Ow! I wanted to make someone tiny. <laughs> tiny people can't hurt you as bad. And if I made That's another true. tiny one even tinier, it's can't do okay. it. Okay. Uh, but your, the fact that he now knows that you have uh, cast a spell on him sort of forces his hand. Uh, he comes out of the shadows and makes an attack roll. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> Okay, um, and his blade goes through Van Richten's chest. Oh, he was going to do it anyway. We could have done it when he was tiny if it worked. Okay, uh, Evelyn, you are shocked, shocked, I tell you, uh, when you see <gasps> Van Richten there with the child and then this blade sort of impale him from the back. Uh, and you see uh, the Vistani man, Aragal, uh, <gasps> Arabelle's uncle, has just uh, stabbed the vampire hunter from behind. Uh, and you see Van Richten sort of crumple under the blow, but is still alive. Wait, does he get, because uh, he's within my aura of protection, does that help him at all? Um, I'm going to say, given the circumstances, that he is not your ally. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why is everyone killing each other? And I, uh... Because Ara, Arabelle told them to. <laughs> uh, um, I... I guess I try to disable... What's his face? Arab... Arab I want to call it... Ar Aragal? Aragal. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so... What are you going to do exactly? Well, I want to knock him out. Can I try to just like hit him in the face flat of, of lightfall? No, you have to basically attack him and do damage. If you take him down to zero hit points, you can choose to knock him out. Okay, then I do. I just like okay. stop trying to hurt each other and I just hurt him instead. Okay. Oh man, that's a 13. All right, uh, he avoids your uh the swing of your weapon dang it everything's going so poorly um and you were just I, dancing actually <laughs> I, just having such a good I, time. I, I, sk I skipped ahead a bit there paulton what would you like or sorry df what would you like to do okay uh am i aware of the scuffle happening with yes and written yes 
about 10 feet away, you can see uh, Van Richten has just taken a nasty blow from behind, right. and Evelyn has taken a swing at Aragal and missed. Okay. Um, I'll kind of shout to Evelyn to... Evelyn! Keep Van Richten safe! Uh, and I'll scurry over to uh, Arabelle and kind of... When you, when you shout, the music in the tent stops. Huh. Hang it! Great! Strix, you are right. I don't have. Oh, great! Thanks. Right, so I'm gonna scurry over to Arabelle and like kind of get her up in one arm. Yep. I'm going to remove the pin hidden in my pouch. (gasps) Okay. And then I'm gonna insert it into her. Okay. And then with like trembling hand, I like take it out. Okay, Uh, Arabelle. As soon as you are pierced by the pin, you wake up with a start, and the pain is horrific. And then suddenly you feel. Uh, your life just gets sucked out of you um, from like a like a like there was a black hole in your heart that just opened up and started to suck you inside out. And as DF pulls the pin out, you can see this sort of trail of blood come shooting out of the wound of Arabelle and just go into the magic needle. And DF, she just shrivels into a husk in your arms going from about 40 pounds, about 40 or 50 pounds to about half that weight. What did you do? Finally! He saved us! That's my last motion. I'm just going to take some of that blood and... Yeah. Mark his face. Nice. <laughs> okay. This, this girl's handprint just smears down Diaz's face. Um, I like clench teeth and I'm like, I don't even like, I just like let it happen. And then goes limp. <laughs> like Finn in Star Wars. Him? I don't have a soul. Do I have a soul? You do. Probably not. You do. Did I soul curse him with that last breath? You kind of just did. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, very good. And, uh, and DF, you can see that the, the pin is now, you feel it. It's got this power inside it that it didn't have before, a great power. Uh, Paulton, hmm. your turn. It's silent in the tent next to you, and you just saw DF kill this girl. Did I also see what happened to Brickton? You've seen it all. And I saw who did it? You sure did, and it wasn't a murder robot. I feel sick. Uh, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, Okay. I just... So much just happened. How far is uh, the guy who sorted Rickton away from me? Oh, he's about uh, 10 feet. Okay. I am just overwhelmed and just pissed. I'm just like, no, that is mine. (laughs) <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and, uh... I wish I had something cool to do about it. <laughs> I just frustrated. I'm just like, fuck all this noise. And I just uh, let off a thunder wave right where I am. Oh, shit. Yep. Okay. What does that do? Why? That's bad news for everyone involved. Chaotic <laughs> neutral. All my friends. Okay. All my friends are Everyone's throwing a face. 
There is a thunderous wave that uh, emanates from Paulton, blowing all the mist and rain away from him in a big bubble uh, and blasting at all of you around him. Um, this is a cube uh, centered on you. Or it sort of blasts out from you. So you can actually orient this cube out in a particular direction if you want. Uh, Do you want to hit the, the assassin, Aragal, that side? Yeah, I'm going to mainly direct it toward the guy. Because yeah. that will avoid uh, Diaf and Aragal completely. Yeah, I'm just all focused on him. Okay. All right. And I just happen to be standing next to him. You, yes, you happen to be there. <laughs> no uh, Strix, Strix is in there. Um, nothing. All right. So uh, Evelyn and Strix make a, make a constitution saving throw, and I will do the same for Van Richten. And both of them are within my aura of protection and warding. Yes. So they get resistance to damage from the spell. Great. That's uh, something. What, what was this, the save? Constitution? Uh, constitution. Uh, what's your save, DC, uh, Nate? Uh, that would be 15. Okay. And uh, are you are you casting the spell at its minimum level? Um. Oh yeah, I can cast that higher, can't you I? Can, you can up it. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yep. Uh, full rage. We're gonna go. Right. We're gonna go uh, third level. Okay, oh, then. for heaven's sake. Yep. Too All right. How did uh, Strix do on that Constitution save? Sixteen. Excellent. You're gonna take half damage. Even. Uh, seventeen. Excellent. You're going to take half damage. Uh, so roll your damage, Paulton, and that would be uh, a 4d8 thunder. So? Uh-huh. It also causes the tent to sort of ripple in and out fiercely. That would be 19. Okay. So um, nine points of damage to Evelyn and Strix. Uh, you can see Van, uh, Van Richten is kind of blown off his feet, uh, and the kid that he's holding is still in his arms, but he kind of goes flying backwards 10 feet, uh, um, as does the assassin Aragal. They both got blasted back by the force of the thunder wave, which of course is heard everywhere. Here we go. Do we get so <laughs> Districts and I not get blown back because of the. That's correct. You were you were able to hold your ground. It just sort of washed over you. Ooh, I bet that looks cool. It sure does. And and like all your hair is like dry for a second. Strix is just like shit. (laughs) All of your moths and everything get blasted back. No, my witch hat is my witch hat still on? Uh, Yeah, you can hold it on. Okay, like sort of grab hold of it uh, fiercely. Evelyn's just like ha ha, and Strix is like. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that is Paulton's turn. Paulton, you have a move action as well if you want to take it. I. uh... I'm just going to catch my breath. Okay. And try and gather right. myself. I'm like, might have lashed out. <laughs> now, Evelyn and I had skipped it. I jumped the gun by having you go last time, but you have a second attack, which you can take now if you like. Well, now the guy's like 10 feet over there. Well, you also haven't used your move, so you could move over there as well. I'm going to run to Von Richten okay. and try to, if the sword's still in him, 
rip the sword out and quickly lay on No, me. the sword got uh, ripped out of him when they were both blown backwards. Okay, so I just run and quickly like, Lathander, morning lord, bless this man to keep him from death. I just, okay. I only have like, I think I, I don't yeah. think I've rested since I no. laid on hands, so I only have five. Okay, well, that's better than nothing. Yeah. He will gladly take that, and he thanks you for it as well. Okay, and uh, then it is Van Richten's turn. Um, live. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, live for different reasons. He, he, he was able to see what Diath did. Uh, so at this point in time, uh, he is going to uh, grab the child and make his way toward the horses. Uh, so that's all that he does. Um, and then it is Strix's turn. Yep, time to run. Time all the tent. Time, time to run. Everyone okay. run. Put the tent on fire. How, where are you running, Strix? Uh, you, see, you see Van Richten bolt toward the, the fire, horse maze. Fire, tent, fire. Oh, you want me to set the tent on fire? Tent, okay. Fire, tent, fire. I, just, I feel like that, I mean, everyone's pissed and they know. Because <laughs> why not? I guess you're right, and it's time for a party. Yeah. Evelyn's like, what? <laughs> As I'm running towards the horses, uh, all those children you danced with, Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> if you see, awesome. I'm gonna try and uh, waffles you never tried. We're so not the, blowing them up. We're just making uh, it so that they have something else to worry about for a little bit. I'm gonna yeah, like try dying. And, try and see like the side of the the tent. Well, I don't I don't have to necessarily hit the tent with fireball. I can no. kind of hit it no. towards the side so it doesn't blow up but catches it on fire. Yes. All oh, the waffles are going to be so overcooked. Because if you hit any part of the tent, it is almost certainly going to engulf parts of wagons. Um, if you do it at the back, it'll hit horses. So you're going to hit other things. There will be some collateral damage, but yes, you All don't right. have to hit the tent dead on. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> All right. You just summon a fireball and toss it over your shoulder. <laughs> Then there is a great balloon of flame, orange flame, that erupts in the middle of the dark campground and searing waves of heat that ripple out from it. You can see the side of one side of the tent just blacken and open up wide as it's burned away, uh, revealing the interior where there's a bunch of startled uh, Vistani uh, men, women, and children. Um, uh, getting a face full of heat right now. Uh, and you also see that your your fireball has... The, the, the wagons in the camp are damp, so they don't catch fire, but it does sort of scorch a couple of them. As long as they're startled, everything's okay. fine. Uh, you are able to get close enough to a horse to mount it if you want to, Strix. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. Okay. Uh, Aragal, the assassin. Um, he is going after Van Richten. I named the horse Mr. Runaway Face. Did you say Van Richten was carrying the other... Yes. Joseph? The dead child, yes, that okay. Evelyn wanted him to raise. Well, we don't need that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> turned him also evil all of a sudden. I'm so confused. Okay. It's for the greater uh, gun. Look, I had a plan. Uh, the assassin is going to make uh, two attacks on Van Richten. Uh, he's going to hit with both of them. Uh, and uh, he deals... Uh, with 
with with those attacks, he he manages to deal uh, more grievous injuries to the old man. But to uh, Van Richten's credit, he is a resilient old bastard. He takes wounds that would fell an ordinary man, um, in, uh, and uh, doesn't seem to go down. Uh, and that seems to infuriate the Vistani. At roughly the same time, uh, Vistani men and women pour out of the tent and begin to uh, assail you, Diaf. They seemed they seem intent on dragging you to the ground and beating you to a pulp for some reason. Maybe maybe because you're holding this uh, shriveled child uh, in your arms. Probably that, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, so, uh, make for me uh, a dexterity acrobatics check to avoid being grappled by them. All right. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> It was a party, and then now... Oh, that's good. Uh, 19 plus 10, 29. Yes, you are able to uh, slip out of their grasp as they try to tackle you down. And as they come at me, I, like, toss them. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, when you do, uh, you turn and face the dark, glowering form of Luvash, who looks down at the ground at his dead daughter. Oh, God. I avoid eye contact. <laughs> All right. At that point in time, you see his face just turn red with rage. His eyes get dark and black. And uh, you see him uh, uh, draw forth a whip, which he proceeds to try to use like a garret. All right. He rolled a 25 to hit. It's not good enough. (laughs) And... (laughs) He wraps it around your neck and pulls you into his large uh, bear-like body and begins to tighten it and try to strangle you to death with it. Uh, You are grappled by him. This round. You can try to escape next round if you want. Great. All right. Um, And that brings us to you, D.F. Um... Uh, you you can use movement to try to escape a grapple. You can attempt that twice in a round, and then you're done. Or you can make an attack while you're grappled. There's nothing stopping you from attacking the guy who's strangling you to death. Oh, by the way, at the start of your turn, you take damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you take six points of damage um, as he tightens the whip around your neck. Choke damage. What's that? Choking damage. It's essentially bludgeoning damage. All right. Okay. Um... All right, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'll attempt an escape. Okay, that's a dexterity acrobatics check against uh, the DC, so mm-hmm. have at it. Uh, 24. Okay, yes. Uh, as strong as he is, uh, you're able to sort of wiggle and step on his foot and do whatever you have to to loosen it just enough to slip out from underneath the, the whip. You are now free and standing next to him. All right. That is, a move, that is your movement, essentially. All right. Um, everyone else went towards horses and their mounting horses. Uh, Strix has uh, run off and gotten onto a horse. Um, Van Richten was headed that way when he got uh, stabbed again. Uh, Evelyn has not yet signaled what she's doing next. Uh, and Paulton is sort of uh, standing in the afterglow of his thunder wave. <laughs> yeah. And is about to go in a moment. Okay. Right I want to leave now. 
Um, may I use my cunning action to dash? Yes. Away from him? Yes. Okay, I'm going to do that, and I'll head towards Strix's horse. Okay. Do you want to throw yourself up into the same horse? Uh, yes. Okay. Strix, you suddenly okay. see Dia hop behind you onto the back of the horse. Welcome to Mr. Runaway Face. Let's go. Um, All right. Paulton. Yes. You are now standing uh, in the midst of uh, several of your angry kin, these Vistani, um, who seem uh, horrified by what has transpired up to this point. Uh, You can see Luvash is insane with anger. Um, and everybody else seems to be making for the horses, except for Evelyn, who hasn't gone yet. So everyone's going for the horses. Yeah. There's a bunch of pissed fellow Vistani around me. Oh, yes. Um, gotta go. And I cast invisibility (laughs) on myself. (laughs) And I break for the horses. Okay. Little little mud footprints uh, are left in your wake. Uh, but yes, you disappear into the night. So Evelyn, you just see Paulton use his cloaking device and he's gone. Um, but you hear his splishing footsteps run past you as they make for the horses. And I'm sure Paulton, he's just feeling bad about pushing me around. He probably didn't mean it. You can, you, can cer- Paulton, you can certainly get to the horses, but you can't mount up yet. And uh, then it is Evelyn's turn. Evelyn, you are now faced with a host of angry Vistani, and more are piling out of wagons, although the ones coming out of the wagons look sleepy and, in some cases, drunk. Um, Time to go. And all my friends are retreating, right? Like, they're pretty much safe. Very clearly, they have uh, made for the horses. Yeah. I say something to the effect of, I'm sorry, and then I just, like, fly up into the air with my magic boots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, crying. Crying. Okay. Um, uh, Van Richten uh, will uh, see all the plans uh, fall apart around him. He's got an assailant who's determined to kill him. Uh, he... Forget the boy. He will drop the boy when Diaz says that and pull out the sword from his cane. And I thought that he was already cool. retreating. He was. Uh, but now he is attempting to skewer this assassin. Um, and two attacks with his sword cane. Uh, the assassin parries one, but uh, Van Richten deals a critical Yay! strike nice. Uh, nice. to Aragal uh, and does... A decent amount of damage. Yeah, fuck their whole family. <laughs> uh, and Aragal sort of crumples under the blow, and then Van Richten hops onto a horse. Pulls himself up pretty effortlessly for an old man. Uh, and then, uh, and then, I think he's done. Yes, yes he is. Uh, Paulton, Van Richten's horse, the one that he just mounted, is the one closest to you. Just okay. <laughs> oh, he and Van Richten seems oblivious to your presence. Strix, you can see Paulton, by the way, because he's invisible. <laughs> you got see invisibility up. Just in case, just in case. Yep. And it is your turn, Strix. Rod. <laughs> okay. <No way. laughs> is so, everyone on horses? Did I see it? Well, I just can see. Uh, you, 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 uh, Paulton is next to Van Richten's horse, but he's okay. not on yet. 
Evelyn has taken to the sky, the night sky, so she seems free and clear. Okay. Uh, DF is on a horse. You're on a horse. Okay, I'm like, Paulton, get on the horse. You're out of okay. here. And I'm just going to start leading the party away. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, so, yes, you begin to bolt off with uh, DF. Um, you leap between two wagons and begin to make your way down the hillside going Oh, Paulton. sweet. Does it look cool? Yes. Nice. <laughs> and all kinds of mud is sort of flying up in your way. And some of it gets on you, which is even more delightful. Yay! <laughs> is it possible for me to carry a child while flying with my magic boots? Um, depending on the size of the child, you could manage it. Yes. Could I manage this Joseph-sized child? Probably, yes. So I try to just, like, on my way out, scoop him up and take okay. him with me. Well, one moment. Hang on. Um, right now it's Diaz's turn. So Diaz, you are on the back of the horse riding down the hillside away from the Vistani camp. You're about 30 feet uh, outside the camp at this point. What would you like to do? Actually, uh, you're about, actually you're about 60 feet outside the camp. Uh, I, I'm going to, all I'm going to do is try to uh, recollect any and all uh, safe passageway or places that we can go through to lose them lose pursuers, where we can hide, et cetera, based on our journeys through these areas and coming to here. So like I just find somewhere that I know that we will be safe for a little bit and try to sure. help direct Strix on the horse. Make a wisdom survival check. Oh, shoot. Survival. Uh, 14. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you can uh, you believe... Uh, you can uh, chart a safe course uh, going west of here toward the Luna River. Okay. Um, it's, it's either that or heading back towards Van Richten's Tower. Are they... Well, they're both in the same direction. Same direction. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Uh, Paulton? Yes. Get on the horse with Van Richten. I'm going to get on the horse with Van Richten. Okay. <laughs> Whisper in his ear. Give him a Hoogan. He, he becomes aware that you are on the horse um, with him. Uh, uh, do you want to do anything else? Because you haven't used an action yet, and you can see uh, a small horde of Vistani coming at you with daggers and clubs. And um, I'm going to use I'm going to use suggestion on Van Richten. Okay. And just be like, go. <laughs> okay. If they can right. really need a persuasion on that one. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Okay. Uh, well, he did succeed on a saving throw against your spell, but he seems to take your word <laughs> regardless. Um, and, uh, but actually, um, it's not quite his turn yet. So, uh, Evelyn, now you can try to sweep down and grab that child if you want. Uh, you can see that there are there are some uh, Vistani around the child, uh, a woman, a Vistani woman kneeling down to see if he's okay uh, and, and sort of weeping for him and crying over him and patting his hair. And uh, some other children also have come out and are standing around the dead boy calling out, you know, what happened to Yosef? As we ride past, it wasn't directly our fault. You can see uh, <laughs> Luvash has picked up his daughter, Arabella, and is cradling her shriveled form in his arms, calling out her name, cursing so, you in the heavens. 
Evelyn's really conflicted because she also believes that death has a beauty of its own and that, you know, you're, you just go into the light and become one with the light and your light is born anew, right? So she's like looking down on this, she's about to go get him, but then she realizes that like tearing him away from this loving family and this like opportunity for them to come together and create light out of his existence be to like contradict what she stands for. So she's very conflicted for a second. She kind of like butterfly zip or like a little like bug. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like being Evelyn sucks. (laughs) And then, so she just, then she's like, says a little quick, like, Lathander, please bless this. We're very sorry. Like prayer. And then zips off for it with her friends. Okay. All right. Uh, At which point uh, Van Richten uh, gets his horse moving uh, and he and Paulton, uh, uh, leap out from inside the Vistani camp and begin making their way down the hill. That's when, uh, now Aragal is going to take a last-ditch effort on foot to attack Van Richten. Um, now, uh, he doesn't know that there's an invisible guy on the back of Van Richten's <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so there's a chance he may actually hit Paulton by mistake. Great. If he hits at all. Or he might hit the horse. We'll see. Actually, he should shoot the horse. Come on now. <laughs> Damn you, Chris Brooks. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, he'll, he'll take one shot at the horse, which uh, hits no problem, at which point the horse drops dead. Oh, cool. Paulton and Van... The poison kills the horse right off the bat. Uh, Paulton, uh, make a dexterity saving throw as you go tumbling over Van Richten and the horse. Nine. Okay. Uh, you go over the horse uh, and are kind of partially um, uh, fall underneath it. And you take nine points of bludgeoning damage from the fall. Neat. Uh, but it doesn't look like you broke any bones. And you're also prone. Uh, Van Richten uh, was able to tumble off the horse without taking damage. Uh, and... Uh, uh, as he uh, looks around and gets his bearing, a crossbow bolt uh, hits him in the back and he falls into the ground. Because he's fine. Strix, you're just keep, keep riding? No. <laughs> this guy, no, we need we need to get out of here. We need all of this to get out of here. So, uh, uh, mm, mm. I hate this guy. This guy's awful. You know, I like I hear Strix mumbling all this. <laughs> I think I hate him too. <laughs> I hate him. Uh, we need to get Van Richten off the ground. Uh, there's nothing I can do to get Van Richten off the ground. Mage hand can't hold someone, can it? No. No, no. Oh. All right. Well, I'm going to try and make that guy tiny again. <laughs> can you, like... Okay, make a perception check to see if you can see him. Okay. <clears throat> I got a nine. You don't. Okay. So I don't even see it. No. Right. When you look up toward the Vistani camp, you see uh, dark wagons around the outside and sort of smoke issuing up from inside. But the horses aren't following us. No. Okay. No one seems to be following you. You can hear the you can hear the shrieks of women and men in the camp up above. Uh, obviously, and you can hear Lubash because he's loud, crying out. Should we go back, Diath? 
I'm asking Death if we should go back. Don't put this on me. Uh, oh, one nod for yes, two for so no. Are we we're aware of the fact that uh, Paulton and Van Richten's horse has fallen? Yes. They, they, the, the noise of the, the horse dying. Oh, we did hear that. Okay. Attention. Can you still well, dimension door? Oh, can I? That is a good question. How many fourth level spells do you have? You I can have, use dimension door twice today. Yeah, and that's all my sorcery points, but I can misty step still. That's just a you. Person? Yeah, no, that's just me. I could misty step back. Um, which, you know, I could at least distract that guy. Or, um, we'll just go back. Okay, we need so actually, heals people. That's yeah, how many, how many <laughs> pursuers do we have? Like actual pursuers who are none. Yes. None? none. All right. I'm going to turn the horse around. I'm, we're going to go pick up our friends. We're going to do that. Come on. We can do this. Friendship. I yell as the horse turns around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you lead the horse back. You can get back to where the other horse died. Um, and you can see Paulton there kind of lying on the ground uncomfortably. Uh, obviously, had the wind knocked out of him. As this is happening, Dieth's just muttering over and over, we're dead, we're dead, we're dead, we're dead. We're dead. We're dead. We're dead. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, do you want to do anything else, Holly? Uh, do I have an action left to do it? Sure? Yes. Then okay, um, I am going to... Oh, you know, actually, I have a better idea. Good luck, Mr. Ban, because I'm going to cast darkness right on top of us. Okay, this globe of impenetrable darkness engulfs everybody. Oh, if he tries to hit anyone, now he's in the dark. Yep, that's true. But I can see, because I have dark vision. I can't. And just stay on the horse. Okay. Looking up Darkness. No happy tonight. Yeah, I don't. Uh, a creature with dark vision can't see through the darkness. Cannot. Whatever. We're safe now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, I'm real smart, and then she can't see, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not as smart as I thought I was." <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Diak, you are now in pitch, pitch blackness. Cool. Great. Uh, so, before that happened, how close were we to Paulton and Van Richten? Oh, you were right on top of them. Awesome. What am I doing? Try and grab Van Richten. Do what with him? Put him on the horse. All right. Uh, So based off what little memory I had, I will try to stumble through the darkness. Okay. Locate his body and get it back onto, uh, and basically have him take my spot on the horse. Okay. Because I can still run pretty fast. That you can do. All right. So Strix, you can feel uh, Diaz sort of heave the old man onto the back of the horse with you. All right. Uh, and that's um, that's really awkward too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, the horse is a little bit freakish out because it can't see anything in here, but it's it's cooperating more or less. Paulton, uh, you're able to get your air back. What would you like to do? You're in absolute darkness, um, and it was it was it, it fell upon you as soon as Strix and DF showed up. So. Who who's all completely in the darkness at this point? Uh, you'd guess Strix, Diaz, Van Richten, and you, 
and you hear Diaz pick up Van Richten and drag him over to the horse, the living horse. And I can't, I can't see anything then. No, you can't see Boo, but you can hear everything. I'm going to, what, what's like the total space that the darkness is occupying? You're not sure because you're in it. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go toward the sound. Okay, you you bump into another horse. Uh, you bump into this horse. <laughs> just like, God! <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, and I'll like put out a hand to like touch Paul's like, Paul, I'm here. Ah, ah yes, okay. Yes. Okay. And you're I'm, right there, you're right with them. Okay, I'll take his hand. Buddy system! Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Friendship. Okay. Friendship. 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 Evelyn, you see a globe, uh, a hemisphere of utter blackness fall over your friends. They're all in it. You can't see any of them anymore. What do you do? And it's it's about it's about a twenty foot high globe at its highest point. Did I see where it came from? It came out of Strix. Um, I. She created it. I hover right above it and I yell, are you guys okay in there? What are you doing? Quiet, we are fine. You can all, you can all hear each other, so. Yeah, yeah we're, we're good. We're just, why, are, why are you in this half globe of dark? To Aren't mask our movements, shut up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just, just keep going. Okay, I go wait on the other side of the globe for that. Uh, you mean on the side where you between so the globe is between you and the Vistani camp, so they can't see you either? Yeah. Okay, great. I All just right. like kind of flitter over there and I'm like doo, 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 waiting for them to come out. Okay. Uh Strix, your turn. All right. I'm gonna run out. Okay. Run out. Okay, so you uh Strix bolts out of the darkness on her horse, Van Richten slumped on the horse behind her. And you see this, Evelyn. What'd you do to him? I didn't do it. Saved him. We just saved his life. Let's get out of here. Okay. It's very, it's very clear that Ben Richten was hit by uh, a crossbow bolt. You can see a broken off bolt in one of his, his in his uh, leg. I don't think I have any other healing help to give him, but I just try to like stay close, like grab onto the horse so that I at least have him in my like protective space. So you're going to be dragged by the horse? Yeah, in the air, though, with my magic boots. Got it. Okay. I'm, I'm horse surfing. You're horse surfing. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, you horse surf away. Diaf and Paulton, you suddenly realize the horse has left the darkness. And uh, so it's just the two of you buddies holding hands <laughs> in the dark. I will show you. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> um, oh, I do have so, a cure uh, uh, D.F. and Paulton, what would you like to do on your respective terms? Holding on to his hand. Yes. Leading him the way, I will uh, follow the sound of the horse. Like, okay. Using my, like, my innate sense of direction from where we came from. Okay. The two of you go uh, running out behind the horse. Uh, the horse obviously moving much faster than you, but you can see it now. As can you we skip from merrily out of the darkness? Sure. No, we're, no, we're sprinting. We're sprinting merrily. As soon as we get out of the darkness, I am not holding his hand anymore. <laughs> okay. like, All right. Uh, so you, uh, you begin to run uh, toward the woods. 
um, occasionally flashing your gaze behind you to see what's going on. Uh, if both of you want to make a perception check, you can do that. All right, I certainly will. Yep. 17? Uh, also 17. Okay. Uh, there's still a lot of turmoil up at the Vistani camp, but you can hear now Vistani uh, on horses up there. You can see they're um, obviously mustering to um, come after you or something to that effect. Uh, in addition, you both rolled high enough to see uh, that there uh, are... Uh, um, there is a... Uh, a couple figures coming down the hillside toward the darkness. But they're two. You can't really make them out. They're just dark shapes. Great. So are we like within deep woods? And yeah, you start to go into the woods and you lose yourself in, in the trees pretty quickly. You all do. Okay. Um, now that you're kind of out of immediate danger, what would the four of you like to do? Can I see if Von Richten is like... Like, if we take a rest sometime, is he going to get better, or is he, like, in desperate need of healing? He's in desperate need of healing. Uh, uh, if he if he were not the man he is, because uh, he's currently at, at zero, he probably would have died, but he is clinging to life. I uh, cast Cure Wounds on him somewhat okay. begrudgingly. All right. Taking uh, all my healing. Roll your hit points. Uh, see how much he gets back. Did we leave Morning Glory back at that lake? We left her with Valentina at the tower. Yeah. But I can summon her at any time, but I just don't want her to, I don't want Valentina to be alone. Well, Valentina uh, currently is up in the Vistani camp, right? Oh, that's right. So oh. where's Morning Glory? She's back at the tower. Oh, well then I'll summon no, her we soon. Could use... yeah. <laughs> we could use the undead horse friend. Um, my spell modifiers. So I give him 10. Excellent. Okay. Uh, he is conscious and uh, grateful that you didn't leave him behind. Uh, and then once Diaz mentions that we could use Morning Glory, and I remember that she's no longer keeping, although she was kind of, didn't I tell her to, did I tell her to guard? Evelyn, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're pretty sure you can summon Morning Glory to you whenever you want. I know I can, but she I was trying spell. to decide whether she's better, because I left her like uh, guard D. Yeah, but she it, was with D. But Dia like rolls her eyes at Evelyn and she's just had a really tough day. So she's like, okay, fine. And then she does, she has to call Morning Glory. Her summoning is like a Disney princess, like, ha, 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 ha. This demonic thing raced off the ground. <laughs> yeah, essentially, the horse comes up out of the ground, like it just crawled out of a grave, uh, is standing next to you. That's pretty sick. I pat her on the cool. nose. All right. Uh, okay. Evelyn, if you can still. Uh, uh, air skate. Yes. Yeah. Can mount up and we can get out of here, away from them, back to safe. That's where we need to go. Yep. Mm. Okay. Let's, let's Morning Glory likes Strix best. I'm already on a horse. I'm not going to get off this. Fine. I'll just go get on Morning Glory. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Van Richten, do they know the location of your tower? Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> Is there a more secret location we could go aside from your tower? We saved you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he thinks about it. Safe, safe. No, I can't think of anywhere I'm more safe. 
to the, to the tower then. I think it might be our best option. We, we get to the tower. And then uh, he, he sort of looks at you and he says, you had the needle the whole time. We'll talk at the tower. He glowers at you. Uh, as as uh, you ride off back through the woods uh, toward this old Svalik crossroads and uh, we'll make your way from there and we'll pick up next time. Uh, oh my gosh. Things, are uh, really, things went really bad today. All right. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Yay, Lisa. Yay, Lisa. Yay, Lisa. Also, sorry, I'm sorry, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's, what's better than a horrible death? No kidding. What a way to go. I oh, had it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he like, had you know, the pin the whole time. pocketing you, right? <laughs> no, you tried to pickpocket. Wait to, to find anything else. I pickpocketed Paulton. Oh, Paulton. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. I didn't have it. That was horrible. I sorry. And the whole time Jared's been like, yeah, our survival rate for guests, you know, like, I'm sure you'll be fine. And then he kills you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're on par. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Chris, remember at the beginning of this, we're like, I don't know how today's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that in, in specific reference to? Like, oh, murder bot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the best thing is another we're, we're away. They still have to deal with the murder bot. It's yeah, true. actually, I was thinking that, like, will we encounter Murderbot again? I never got to meet him. <laughs> so sad. I was going to cantrip friend him. <laughs> so there's, a, there's like, a, a little scene at the end of this where uh, Murderbot is standing in the shadows of Bonnie Wagon looking down on the party as it flees, that uh, menacing gleam in his eye. <laughs> Uh, the, the remains of Arabelle's cards lying around his feet. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, a, a, a murderous a murderous hate for his friend's killer Diaz. Oh no! <laughs> and he turns towards the camera. <laughs> yes, the camera's behind him, and his head just turns completely. You look straight in the camera, cut to black. You, I want to play. Sweet. So a couple announcements uh, for those who have been living under a rock. Volo's Guide to Monsters. I've got a... There. So good, so good. Coming soon. Soon. And then I've got the alt cover here. This is what the alt cover looks like. Ooh, Ooh. that's so good. Fancy. Yes. Full of crazy art. Uh, Dragon Plus, a new issue has come out. It's our Halloween-themed issue, so check that out. And uh, uh, also, a bit of news, R.A. Salvatore's novel, Hero, the Dritz novel, just launched today. So check that out in bookstores, pick it up, and you will not be disappointed. Awesome. Hey. It has been a fantastic journey. <laughs> Are we, so. uh, we're not playing next week, right? Oh, you know, I don't have the schedule handy. Um, I can look at it. I think it's next week we do not play. Okay. Double because, check that. Yeah. Double check that. Does anybody, while well, uh, Anna's just looking at it, anybody else have any news or stuff coming up in their life they want to trumpet? Nope. Uh, gearing up for Halloween. Yay. Uh, yeah. What better way to get in the mood than killing a kid? <laughs> <laughs> and murder bot. Murder bot. <laughs> yeah. 
Chris, it says no game. You are traveling to Game Holcon. That's right. I am <laughs> next. So uh, yeah, this this weekend there's a local convention here in Renton called Rencon. I'll be making an appearance there, and then the weekend after that is Game Holcon in Madison, Wisconsin. Ooh, yes, I'll be flying out for that. So no game next week. Uh, I have news. The reason that I'm in this weird tiny room is that uh, I'm at BlizzCon uh, getting ready to do opening week for Heroes of the Storm. So that broadcast starts tomorrow, goes the 26th, 27th, 28th, and then I'll be on the main stage for Heroes at BlizzCon hosting that. So if anyone's at BlizzCon, please find me and say hi. I'll be at BlizzCon too, just hanging out. Yep. Yay! Yay! Friendship! <laughs> Friendship! <laughs> Friendship! Oh, you almost got waffles. Oh, I know. Man, yeah. I knew we're never getting no, I knew. Them. I wasn't even going to touch them on principle, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> well, what an episode. I feel like I'm going to have to digest this for two weeks. That's good. We're not playing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this uh, goes down over in the subreddit. Which, by the way, Dice Camera Action has its own subreddit. <laughs> If you go to reddit.com slash r slash action, you can join in the community, see all the fan art, and join in on the discussion, and feel free to berate us as much as you want. It's all been really active. I like, uh, it's really nice. It's yeah, it's great. It's great. All right. Uh, everybody, have a great night, and uh, happy, Halloween. happy Halloween! Don't get spooked! <laughs> all right, and thanks again, Lisa. Great Thank having you. Thank you so much. Thank you all of you. Lisa. Thank- yeah. Thanks for carrying on the tradition of dead guest stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.